Hello, and welcome to Bird Sport, the podcast where we discuss watching birds as a sport. Today, we'll be discussing the fact that real birders need no eyes, only exceptional hearing and fluency in avian dialects in order to have the competitive edge in the extreme sport of bird identification regionally defined in natural geographies, more often referred to by its acronym, BIRDING. Birdsport is brought to you by Blackburnian Coffee. Organic, fair trade, women-owned, fresh, locally micro-batch roasted coffee from Cleveland, Ohio, and a mug of liquid heat so radiant and heartwarming that your eyes will literally glow, bringing convivial cheer to all who pass you by. Order today at blackburniancoffee.com. I'm your new host, Horace Bundis, probably most familiar to you as the creator of Horace's Miracle Fix Offense. Now listen, I'm keenly aware that many of you hate me because you've been sending me so much mail that I've developed Xingxiang phobia. <laughs> I won't hold it against you because I know my nephew Rodney put you up to it. But, but please listen, I have an appeal to make. Until now, you've only heard one side of the story. But first, have you tried pancakes? If you're craving crazy and raving for flavor, a pile of pancakes is the breakfast that will mess with your mind. Stack them up and pack them in. Top your stack with utterly buttery Bovide breakfast sauce and try their new Ascension, Colombian, Uniform, Spotless, and Corn Crake flavors. Let's be honest. Conversation can be hard. It's truly an art to maneuver the neurons in your brain with the precision it takes to formulate interesting and coherent words and orchestrate the proper vocal tones, congenially position the muscles controlling your facial expressions, and skillfully control the body language necessary to communicate to another human being that you are worth listening to all while simultaneously maintaining a genuine interest in the human being standing in front of you. Reinsheimer Family Practice is here to help you develop the skills you need to be successful, sharing words back and forth with another person through their proven Be a Good Talker course. Reinsheimer Family Practice, because family takes practice. Birdsport would no longer exist if it wasn't for the generous sponsorship agreement from our power sponsor, Horace's Miracle Fix Offense. Horace's Miracle Fix Offense is the child of my passions and the single fruit of my entire life's work. See, I, I dropped out of high school to pursue this dream. I pursued Fix Offense and nothing else. Uh, well, I'm unmarried. I have very few, if any, friends. For decades, 
right? I've been sleeping on a futon in my lab in the forgotten corner of the warehouse district at the edge of town near the county airport. Uh, I've neglected sleep, food, human interaction, love, sanity, and uh, whatever else there is. And I've lost touch with the outside world for many, many years while I tried, failed, tried, failed over 93,000 times until one day, a few months ago, I got it, right? An aerosol can packed with my secret chemical formula and programmed to analyze fence voids in open spaces and interact with airborne gases to restore and fabricate fences with the satisfying push of an aerosol nozzle. I emerged from my hermitage an old man with a deep sense that my life's choices had been vindicated and the evidence here in this can. I spent my very last few dollars on a graphic designer to make sure the image on these cans would communicate the value that lies within. In a sense, it's the value of my entire life. I had just enough money to purchase enough of my secret formula to produce three precious cans of Horace's Miracle Fix Offense and pay the fee for a bird sport sponsorship contract. After that, I, I had nothing left to my name. So I sent one of my three precious cans to Rodney so that he could reveal my miracle to the world right here on Birdsport. I gave him very clear and strict instructions to shake the can well before using. Well, you know, from there, you heard what happened, but while I have you, let's listen back. Uncle Horace's Fix Offense is proud to support Birdsport. Is your fence broken? Are nosy neighbor kids watching you? Uncle Horace's Fix Offense is large-scale fence repair in an aerosol can. Simply apply Fix Offense to the areas of broken or non-existent fence in your backyard and watch what happens. Uncle Horace himself is sending me my free podcaster special sample today. I can't wait to spray on a fence within my fence. I'll let you know how it goes. Shake well before use. It started out exactly as I had planned. Rodney has a a, a real knack for making you want something. I received 6,500 orders the day this episode dropped from you, the wonderful bird sport fan base. I immediately went and bought a dozen Captain Cactus's bite-sized burritos because uh, I hadn't eaten in about a week and a half and then I used the rest of the money from those orders to begin mass production. Exactly two weeks later, the next episode of Bird Sport landed and everything light and good and hopeful in my life exploded into a million tiny remnants of the entrepreneurial pangs that had so recently birthed my masterpiece. Upon the release of these words into your ears, I entered into the darkest days of my life. We regret to announce that Uncle Horace's Fix Offense is no longer a sponsor of Bird Sport. In fact, we regret that Uncle Horace's Fix Offense was ever a sponsor of Bird Sport because it doesn't work. 
get the box in the mail, you're excited. The possibilities of fencing off portions of your life without the installation fees really make your mind race with opportunities. At least that's how I felt. And then I opened the box and it's real nice looking. Some good graphic design work on the bottle. Makes you feel good, like Uncle Horace really knows what he's doing. But then you go in your backyard and plot out where you want this new fence. And you start spraying. And your eyes get all big with excitement as the sound of powerful aerosol releases beneath your three middle fingers. You see nothing, but you trust Uncle Horace because the graphic design is really polished and intricate. So you stand there in your backyard, waiting, hoping, wanting, wishing, growing anxious, growing suspicious, getting frustrated, getting angry, stomping and kicking your other fence, throwing the whole can as hard as you can towards Blaine's purple pizza behind your house, wiping tears and then typing out angry letters to Uncle Horace, canceling your podcast sponsorship contract. At least that's how I felt. If you've already ordered Uncle Horace's fix offense, don't open the box. Send it straight back with an angry note signed, Birds. And just like that, my own nephew slammed a wrecking ball into my magnum opus and uh, you dear listeners of bird sport were the very weight that gave destructive inertia to that wrecking ball you sent me hateful words you returned my packages you demanded refunds the the money was spent though uh (laughs) well chemicals machinery and lawyers uh, and the 14 employees i suddenly needed to make sure i could give you exactly the product you were so eagerly anticipating it was not within Rodney's rights to speak negatively about fix offense or to cancel our sponsorship contract. He was legally bound to positively and candidly mention Horace's miracle fix offense six more times on future episodes. But truly, I don't care much about the contract. What deeply hurts is the careless mishandling of my entire legacy and every moment of my waking life. So I called Rodney, broken and and hurting. I I tried to explain how much Birdsport meant to me and to communicate how much I was trusting him with the culmination of my narrowly focused life, quote unquote. And I gently asked him if he had shaken the bottle before he tried spraying it. And he didn't even answer me. He just hung up the phone. I thought maybe he was embarrassed, right? realizing he hadn't shaken the can and was overwhelmed with his own mistake. Until I heard his side of the story on the next episode. Allow me to give a little update on Uncle Horace. You know, the one from our former sponsor, Uncle Horace's Fix Offense. After receiving all your angry letters and mine, Uncle Horace himself thought it prudent to respond directly to me with a phone call. I didn't recognize the number, so I picked it up, and this Uncle Horace guy tries taking the high road. He went on and on saying he's a big fan of bird sport, 
and that my content really adds value to the world and that he looks forward to the release of every new episode and that there must have just been some sort of miscommunication. Well, I'm seeing right through his flattery. And it's a good thing because of what he said next. He goes on a little more about how much bird sport means to him and really enhances his life and points him toward meaningful products and really ups his birding game. But then the guy turns in an instant and starts blaming me for his garbage product. He does it real timidly too and poses his finger pointing as a question. possibility that in your excitement to add additional backyard privacy you may have overlooked the instruction to shake well before using and that's where I hung up the phone get out of here with your accusations Uncle Horace and you can keep your beautifully designed bottles of emotional devastation as well please Keep writing angry letters to Uncle Horace. He has not received our message quite yet. Now I knew there was no getting through to Rodney. I called around for a few days and finally, I was able to find a lawyer that would work for free until the lawsuit was won. The guy in the white suit that Rodney made fun of, and, and he wasn't wrong, the guy looked bad in a white suit. He did a little digging around for me, and we discovered the can of fix offense he had kicked into the backyard of Blaine's Purple Pizza, surrounded by a new fence. Clearly, it had been shaken up from being kicked through the air, and it must have landed on the nozzle and sprayed out a miracle fence. This was the evidence I needed to prove Rodney's accusations false and restore my dignity. Now, since Rodney's family, I wanted to give him one chance to settle this outside of court, just to make some amends, right? So I, I thought if he'd see the fence at Blaine's, he'd realize his error and sway his listeners back in my favor and right this wrong. He wouldn't hear me though. He, he said the disappointment was too emotionally scarring for him to relive this all over again. So I told him we'd get it all settled out in court. And the court date approached, I was a real storm inside. <laughs> My own dear nephew and favorite podcaster had done me wrong, and I had to desperately fight for my personal pride and joy, Horace's miracle fix events. I went in and I presented all my evidence, more than enough to convince the court, but my plan was even bigger than that. I was all set to restore my reputation once and for all. I had the permission from the court to spray a fence right there in the courtroom as demonstrative evidence that Rodney had no grounds for his accusations. But in the moment directly before I was to rise and demonstrate, aerosol can in my hand, the scene suddenly drastically darkened. You see, there was a glass of water near my seat and what looked to be a throat lozenge. My nerves were making me a bit edgy, knowing how important this moment was to protect my precious legacy. 
So my mouth was growing dry and, and I thought it was a kind gesture that my lawyer would provide a lozenge and a glass of water. I reached for the lozenge and out of a hurried feeling of nervous tension, I, I bit into it, right? And then immediately there was a million explosions in my mouth, raging through my mouth like fire and habaneros and dynamite between my teeth. And I, so I instinctively reached for that water in front of me and an electric shock pulsed through my entire body, concentrated in my mouth and throat and, and sending shock waves through my temples and burning my eyes. I awoke in the hospital four days later. When I awoke, I was informed that court security camera footage had caught Rodney disguising a cherry bomb candy as a throat lozenge and filling up my cup with electric meals taser water when everyone was focusing on my testimony on the witness stand. I'm not sure he was aware of how deadly this mixture would be, but my doctor said it's a miracle that I'm alive and unbelievable that I can still speak. He was sentenced to 180 days in prison, no parole. In the follow-up civil case, I acquired Bird Sports Studios and all the publishing rights to this podcast. The reason you're still hearing Rodney's voice is because he has a backlog of thousands of podcast sponsorship contract obligations that have been pre-recorded and have been sitting here in the hard drive. And as a man of integrity, I intend to honor those agreements. In just a minute, we'll delve directly into the heart of our show. But first, is your house infested with ants? Are mice finding their way into your warm and cozy home? Are bed bugs inviting themselves into your half of the bed? That's gross. Yeah, that's really gross. And it's probably impacting your self-esteem. Well, the new Stout Steam Showerhead Adapter from our partners at Sunlamp will help you feel better about who you are, despite the critters that may be infesting your home. The Stout Steam Showerhead Adapter connects to any showerhead, transforming your whole bathroom into a steam sauna in minutes. Each Stout Steam Shower Adapter capsule is pre-charged with the breath of a stoat objectively the most confident creature on earth. Simply turn on your shower, inhale deeply, and receive the confidence of nature's bravest mammal and begin believing in yourself no matter what is crawling across your floor. No ermine nor its habitat is harmed in the making of stoat steam shower adapters and all stoat breath is collected from wild stoats in their natural environment. That's enough about me. I want to sincerely thank you for hearing the other half of the story and considering how ill-advised you have been and how, like indiscriminate sheep, you've been swept into Rodney's rage-blind lies and nearly ruined a man's life without even a hint of justification. <laughs> 
I also want to thank you in advance for redacting your refund requests and reordering Horace's Miracle Fix offense by the palette in an attempt to make amends as a result of hearing this episode. Now, the reason you're here, bird watching. Most birds are awfully loud creatures, and if you're trying to accumulate an impressive number of species on your precious lists, this is a very good thing. Instead of straining your eyes toward every bush, branch, and bramble for the bird you need, it may just vocally announce its presence in your direction. In fact, many avid birders prefer to stand in lush habitat with their eyes closed to take in and identify bird species by sound only. I recently heard about a birder who found an urban harlequin duck by ear alone. If you're out to take your birding game to the next level, you need to begin the long and arduous task of mastering every song, chip, nocturnal flight call, and potential mimic in your listing area. But birding by ear can be hard. A million sounds all at once bombarding your ears from every direction. To the average person, this overwhelming cacophony of nature's mad system of alerts, alarms, seductions, and provocations are an indiscernible sound wall that could never add a tick to their checklist. Even when you start learning to pull out one very obvious tufted titmouse from the glamorous crowd, someone reminds you of the existence of the Mimidae family and you might as well give up earbirding altogether and bird with your headphones in, blasting so long Scoterville because now you're sad. That's why the geniuses at Binosaurus Techs invented BirdMute. BirdMute is an over-the-ear device that selectively mutes bird species so you can isolate your next live bird and dominate your big year. BirdMute actively analyzes and absorbs all sounds between 1 and 8,000 hertz in the atmosphere for a 2.6 mile radius and isolates and amplifies whichever species you desire. BirdMute's latest firmware upgrade includes confidence species identification based on songs, chips, nocturnal flight calls, wing beats, and eating sounds for all the expected species in the ABA area, plus 45 desired vagrants. The BirdMute app will also indicate how confident it is in each identification. 100%. Always. BirdMute. Isolate. Dominate. Now, a moment I've been eagerly anticipating since bird sport fell into my hands. I get to introduce you to my absolute favorite artist, Fred Stard, who is going to share with us another of his masterpiece works, An Audible Canvas with Fred Stard. But first, I want you to know something personal. I hate bagging my own groceries. It's because I'm insecure about it. Somewhere in my cognitive, behavioral, and practical development, everyone who was responsible for raising me neglected to educate me on the appropriate food categorization, temperature discrimination, and efficient insertion process. But when I'm standing in the line to get my groceries, they send them down the conveyor belt and I watch as all the food mashes tighter and tighter against the wall until I do something about it. But I don't know how. And at my age, 
I'm embarrassed to ask. That is, until I found Baggage, an app-based masterclass from Callow College. Access Baggage in the App Store and carry it around with you until you need it. Then, take pictures of each of your items as they're being scanned by the cashier and Baggage will walk you through the whole process, step by step, so you can push that cart to your trunk with confidence. And without even getting slightly emotional, Baggage is available in the App Store and is legal in most states. Hello, this is Fred Start, and you're listening to The Audible Canvas with Fred Start. Our work of art today is done entirely in graphite and charcoal, in a style that is intentionally reminiscent of a courtroom sketch. As we begin to touch Siberian charcoal to canvas, we can sense tension immediately. Short, dark, diagonal lines appear quickly, almost feverishly, revealing the outline of a European starling. Before the outline is finished, we move our attention to the eye of the bird, and it's wild, now exceedingly fierce, so stern you almost look away, but don't. Lean in and listen as the picture emerges. Now, with a few more touches of shading and a gentle rub with my tortillon, immense insecurity is uncloaked, a few emotional layers deeper than the brutal look at the surface. Without finishing the starling's form, we move several inches to the left and begin a new character. Here, a smaller passerin begins to take shape. In contrast to the tempestuous lines revealing the starling, this bird is soft, with shades blending in a subtle gradient and now a single black dot for an eye, depth of pure innocence, a mountain bluebird. We now quickly, feverishly move our attention back to the starling. It carries in its right wing what appears to be the handle of a microphone. Now, graphite is being employed for rapid plot development as we realize the strange turn of events that is happening before our ears. A fence suddenly appears beneath the starling, and the microphone, the microphone is crammed into its wide open bill. The starling is fully swallowing the microphone. Now we had one small white dot in the eye of the bluebird, changing its pure innocence to deep and sincere panic. The bluebird's body begins to appear with wings both reaching desperately toward the microphone deep in the throat of a starling, reaching with every primary feather outstretched as far as it can. But why? Why can't it just fly towards the starling and save its precious microphone from the cavernous pit of a starling's throat? We quickly see why. I dip my finger into a large bowl of sludgy liquid charcoal and drop thick black lines in front of the delicate bluebird to reveal its incarcerated state. The prison bars are so thick that all that can be seen of the bluebird are its outstretched wings and its hopeless expression in its eye. I ceremonially lift the 
bowl of liquid charcoal and slowly pour the black sludge into the center of the painting. I smash the sludge with my own fist. Slam, slam, slam until the hands begin to bleed. Blood and charcoal intermingled and splatter on my clothes and splash against the walls and spread across the and torn white spaces until all that's left is a violent, mangled mess and a memory of an experience of an audible canvas with Fred Stark. In 1992, molecular gastronomist Tommy Tinky was experimenting with milk spherification techniques in his government-funded lab by introducing egg yolks, cinnamon powder, liquid nitrogen, and several undisclosed but indubitably edible chemicals and forcing reactions with a laser torch until his concoction puffed and gurbled and charred and inflated into the snack that's making you the most likable host in town, Tinky Truffles popularity on a platter well thanks for listening this has been delightful please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast and in it attribute random celebrity quotes to the praise of bird sport see you next time until then eat chain bagels and listen to asteroids and steroids brand new single how i'm coping with the feeling that you're sitting too close to me when you're not even here anymore while you gently fall asleep way before your bedtime bye